What up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. Coming at you guys live from somewhere. And I'm excited to be rocking with you guys for yet another episode. Did you guys catch that? I kind of forgot my intro for a second. Uh, I am 175 episodes in officially. I'm also hosting another podcast called Envelope to Expiration. If you haven't checked it out, please go and check it out. Um, It's amazing, to say the least. I mean, I host it, produce it. But I'm also able to talk to a variety of just incredible people. Uh, Shout out to Pack Up and Go. Make sure you guys check me out on that podcast. And thank you for listening to this podcast because... You know, this is where you found me, I hope, or maybe, I don't know. Just thank you for being here. I always appreciate it. Um, There's been a lot of things going on, right? And you guys know if you are, uh, have any, have a job or any responsibility that sometimes you just need a break for, from some things, right? Uh, and sometimes you don't. Sometimes you need more of something, but there's something that's getting in the way of doing that, right? So what I try to do to navigate situations like that, it's just... Take a deep breath at the, begin- at the beginning of each day and decide what do I not just want but need to do today and how is that going to impact me, not just today, but moving forward. A little bit of advice I just wanted to share, nothing related to the topic we're talking about today, but I did want to share that with you guys because I think it's important. Also, check out my YouTube. I dropped a new video there. Uh, for those of you guys who have been following me for a while, make sure you go there and check it out. Now, you guys know I'm the black expat. I lived abroad in Taiwan for 11 years. I'm on a journey to get back there somehow. Uh, I've traveled to more than 50 countries. And, you know, the the longer I've been in America, uh, the more I've started to realize the kind of person that I am and the kind of person I've become. You know, when I was younger, 21, 22, 23, like I loved being in the clubs. Like I loved bar hopping. Like I liked loud music. I did I don't want to say I liked it. I didn't mind loud music. You know, I didn't mind a lot of things that I don't want to say bother me, but I prefer not to do now. Right. So now when I go out, I I don't like I like a place with good music. I have the choice to stand up and dance or I can sit down. I like to sit at the bar. I like good vibes and good energy. Right. And I find myself, you know, sometimes situations where I can't get that or I have the option to choose what my 21, 22, 23 year old self would do. And I'm like, no, you know what? I am okay being 30. Like, it is okay. I have done that, but I did it a lot. I partied a lot as an expat, and I loved every second of that. But now I just feel like I'm moving into a different part, different phase of my life. And it's not to say that when you get older, you know, you stop doing the young people stuff. No, I still like to go out. I still like music. I still like loud music. I like bars. I like clubs. But I need a specific type of energy if I'm going to be around that because I've done a variety of that in many different countries. And I think the beauty of having many types of experiences and different experiences is your ability to choose from experience, not just to do it because it's there or because it's all you know or because your friend told you that you may or may not like it. I can walk into a place, and I'm sure many of you can relate, and know if I'm going to have a good time or not. And I don't, there's a difference between knowing if I will and making up in my mind that I won't. I don't walk into a space or a place and say, I'm not going to have a good time. I say there's a high probability of me not having a good time, but I don't say that and I don't think that because then you will. When you think it, you feel it, you do it, it's just going to happen. So I'll go into a place and say, man, I hope I have a good time. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be myself. I'm going to feel it out and see what happens. But, you know, deep down in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I, I know this isn't my, my place or my space, but I'm going to try my hardest to make it that way. You know, and I say that because the journey of an expat and the, my personal journey has just been filled with so many different things. And you know how sometimes uh, 
when I'm speaking about things, I say, you know, I'm speaking from an expat's perspective. And people are like, well, you know, what does that mean? Like, you're no longer living in Taiwan. Like, are you still an expat? Well, yes, I am. Like, I have 11 years of experience not being here, and I'm reacclimating myself to, while it's my home country, I'm in a whole different state. Like, I'm not back in Chicago. I moved back and went to a completely different place. Sorry, y'all. My dog just jumped into the bathtub. I'm not. I'm not gonna edit that out because that was just hilarious. I thought he failed. I thought somebody broke in. My dog just jumped to the bathtub. Right, but I moved back to. I'm leaving this in. I promise you. You hear this? Don't judge me, y'all. I'm leaving it in. It scared the bejeebus out of me. I hope the microphone picked that up. But yeah, like I moved back to a completely different place. And the reason why that's important is because you know what I find funny. My friends uh, would come up with all these excuses as to why they couldn't visit me in Taiwan for 11 years. Right. So, you know, Blake and John and, you know, I talk about my friends a lot. So, you know, who these people are. Uh, and now that I'm back in America, literally 10 hours, well, 13 hour flight, 13 flight hours closer. And I still am faced with the, They still they have more excuses now than they, about why they can't come see me in Austin. They did. in when I lived in Taiwan. So, again, the perspective for me is the same. It's like, well, I'm dealing with some of the same issues that expats deal with. So when I'm speaking about my experiences. Then whether you're living abroad or you're back home or the pandemic took you somewhere you didn't think you were going to be, you know, it's all related to what the expat experience has brought for expats and not just for expats, for people. A lot of what I go through and I'm going through and went through as an expat, general people are going through. And when I say general people, I mean people who aren't, who didn't live outside of the country, right? I don't like the term general people. It sounds weird, but like people who weren't expats and weren't living in different parts of the world, you know, when it happened. And, Again, even now that I'm back, I found my I find myself seeking out things that I was doing abroad. Now, I don't know that had I not been living abroad and been an expat for 11 years, would I be seeking out the same things? I know for a fact, had I stayed in America and not went abroad, I would have been married with kids by now with a house and a boat because I like fish. Y'all can put those pieces together however you want. But like I know I know myself and I know what I the minds that I had before I left. And what my friends ended up doing and the kind of relationships I was having at the time until I exposed myself to the world. Right. And again, you are what you habitually do for almost half of my life, for the majority of my all of my adult life, I want to say I have been a traveler. I have been traveling. The pandemic shifted that it changed. It shook things up for me. But as I've been podcasting about throughout my previous episodes, it's going to show you what you really want to do and who you really want to be and how you really want to be that person. You guys know one thing about me. If you don't know anything else, you know I love podcasting. When I'm behind this microphone, I feel like a wizard. I feel invincible. There's nothing that can stop me from getting behind a microphone and talking. Put a microphone in front of me, I'm going to figure out something to say. Hell, I think I, I could have even I could have even been a comedian if I wanted to. I don't. I don't want to, but you know, if I wanted to, I could because it involves a microphone. I love podcasting. You are what you habitually do. And I have habitually been an expat and had the mindset of an expat and what that's meant for me. Again, the idea and what an expat is, is different for everyone. What that has meant for me is travel, new experience, entrepreneurship, podcasting, family. Not in that order, but that's what it's meant to me and for me and why I've been doing things. So what's interesting to me is, you know, the way I look at Taiwan right now. 
and you know the flip side of Taiwan. Now, if you guys remember, if you haven't, go back and listen to all my old episodes. Thank you in advance. Um, when I was in Taiwan, the first say twelve months, it was no big problem. I think for almost a year, I, I might be incorrect, but if I remember when I was there, I think the most cases we had was like a hundred plus. And I'm not talking about in a day. I mean overall. And I remember back last year. I remember for a fact when I left. Uh, they had like an outbreak and it was like 83 people, like somewhere between 83 and 200. And then it simmered down. So the heaviest parts of the pandemic for, you know, the states and other countries where I was in Taiwan, it was hella safe. So I was podcasting about, man, should I go back home to America? Ooh, is that the place to be for me right now? And ultimately I chose family. Again, who I am, you are who, what you habitually do, my values. I won't be around my family. It's a lot of crazy stuff going on. I don't know what's going to happen. I need to be where my people are. I chose my family, as many people would and should do, you know? And, you know, the flip side of that, as I was thinking, was, okay, what if Taiwan was out of control? Would I have just insta-left and went back home to America? Or would I have wrote it out? Why, you ask? Healthcare. Healthcare, super affordable in Taiwan compared to America. Facts. And in America, I ain't have a job. So, again, I ain't have healthcare. So going back, I would have had to find a job immediately, you know, if, if I didn't want to worry about, oh, if I get sick, what's going to happen? So it's interesting now because, you know, I'm still connected to many people who live in Taiwan and expats and things like that. Um, the feeling I had when I was in Taiwan was that I had a choice and both were good. Choice A, stay in Taiwan. Yeah, maybe not didn't want to teach but i was i'm good at teaching i like teaching i don't love it but i like it uh i'll take that back i love teaching i stopped liking it but i could do it and i could make a very decent living doing it a lot of money doing it and live very comfortably or i can go back home it was a huge restart again you go those of you guys who know it was a huge bigger reason why i went home a bigger financial burden because you know i lost the bar due to the pandemic but also i can go home and i can you know rebuild you know i'm still young I have my family, you know, as long as you have family and your health, you know, you have everything you ever need in life. So I had those, my, my mindset was there. But now, as you guys know, I want to go back to Taiwan. It is a plan of mine. It is a goal of mine. It's what I'm going to do. I do what I say I'm going to do. But now, Taiwan has like thousands of people with the coronavirus. Like, it's a, the pandemic is there, but it's there in ways it was was in america but now it's back in taiwan and now as i listen to expats and how they're living remember i had that podcast again you guys should check out my previous episodes they're awesome uh, but like you know uh you know what your mindset is like how do you decide where you stay you should think about how you're treated when you stay there right like i know how i was treated in taiwan before the pandemic but again in a place where it's not your native language you have to rely on third parties for information and uh when people look at you, they immediately, especially being black, immediately know you're not from here. <laughs> when you speak, ah, you're not from here. Like, how would you be treated? Where, When shit hits the fan, where do you want to be and how do you think about it? I want to be in the place that's going to treat me the best. Now, depending on where you live in America, your treatment will vary as a black person. Y'all know that. <laughs> but, you know, in Taiwan, very similar. And not as a black person and as a foreign. But also your how your lifestyle is. Right. And now, you know, I'm looking at, you know, expats are like, oh, I'm out. I'm out of Taiwan. And I'm also looking at ABCs, American born Taiwanese and Chinese people who 
when America pandemic was crazy, they were like, oh, I'm going to Taiwan. It's safe over here. I can party and hang out. And my, the dollar is worth more here. And we're remote. And now Taiwan's freaking out. They're like, oh, man, Taiwan pandemic is going crazy. They're like, yeah, I'm out. Back to America, home of the free, land of the brave. Did I say that right? Land of the free, home of the brave. The mentality. And again, it's so it's so much privilege in that. You guys know that goes without saying. But the mentality, right? That's what I want to focus on. It's the mentality during, before, during, and post-pandemic. Has it shifted at all? And I want you to think about this for yourself, not just for the expats I've explained and highlighting Taiwan. Now, for me, would I go back to Taiwan even amidst a pandemic because I can still get in, have residency? Yes, I would. Because I know the kind of lifestyle I can have there. I was there during the pandemic with the mandatory shutdowns, but also the kind of lifestyle I want to have. I know I could be comfortable there. Me, myself. I speak the language. I know I know places I could still go. I have friends that like, I know I could go there and thrive. But back to the mentality, what was your mentality before the pandemic? What were your goals? What were you focused on? Everybody had a, I don't want to say everybody, most people probably had a five-year plan, 10-year plan, even a next-year plan or a next-month plan. But including that and beyond, what was your mentality? Were you all about securing the bag? Were you all about finding love? Were you, you know, were you all about getting in the gym and weight loss or weight gain and fitness and health? What was your mentality? Now, fast forward to the middle. What was your mentality during the middle of the pandemic? In the heat of it. Yes, we were all trying to survive and get out of it. Facts. I know that's that's easy to say. But what? You're like, you know what? Remember, again, listen to my old podcast. They were, I got some gems out there, y'all. For real. Like, just all around the pandemic, it was great. I was, I was dropping some gems. But like, Remember, we were like, hey, don't let the pandemic slow down your grind, your goals, what you're striving for, what you're working toward. Don't let it slow you down, baby. What was your mentality then? And then now, depending on where you are in the world, some of us are feel like you're out of it, but, you know, we're still in it. Some people have changed jobs. Some parts of the world are completely open. Some are shut down. Some people are wearing masks. Some people aren't vaccinated. Some people are. What? But what is your mentality now? Now, some people will say, oh, it never changed. <laughs> I had a great job. Went remote. Made a whole bunch of money. It was great. Saved, too. Cut back on gas. I got a hybrid. Like, you know, some people have that. Some people were like, yeah, before I was on this, in the middle, I'm on that, and I'm on that. Some people were like, man, I adapted. I pivoted. Listen to my episode, pivot this, pivot this, pivot that. I pivoted. I've grown. I've expanded. I've reached levels I never thought I could. Like, but where are you and why? Now, if you've been following me, you know every step of the way I've pivoted. But my goal has always been the same. I want to be a full-time podcaster. That's it. I want to get paid very well to do it. And I want to travel. I'm working on the traveling part just because, you know, America expensive, baby. But uh, I want to podcast. I want to travel. I want to create content to share with you guys to let you know what's out here. Because some of us, some of you guys travel more than I do have seen and done more than I have. Some haven't. But as I know from even being well-traveled myself, there's always more to learn. And the world is changing every day. So what I saw Thailand being like eight years ago, the first time I went, was different than the five years later when I went. And I'm sure I haven't been there in five years. I'm sure it's different now. So things are evolving and you have to keep up. You have to be open to learning new things. Just because you did it or seen it before doesn't mean that, oh, it's still the way that it should be. And that's what I mean by mindset, right? And how you shifted and changed. Now, I am of the belief that 
put yourself around people who are going to push you to grow and challenge you to be better and to think deeply about how you see yourself and how things actually happen. Now, I struggle to find that here in America. I feel like I had that in Taiwan because I was surrounded by certain types of people. I struggle to find that here. Like, I am actively searching for different mentors. I am actively searching for people to have certain types of conversations with. I realized I need that. I was getting that abroad because I, by just by happenstance and what I was doing, I was in circles where I, I was getting that. I was around people who were motivated to be entrepreneurs, who understood the expat life, who had their perspectives on how and what, what ways in which to do things. What I realized in my experience in America, I'm not really in that environment. Now, could, could be mostly my fault. I'm not blaming or deflecting or saying anything like that, but I know that's what I need, so I have to seek that out. I want somebody to, like I tell people, like, hey, find yourself a hype man or hype or gas yourself up. Sometimes you need somebody to hype and gas you up. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, like, oh, like, all right, you, hey, bro, real talk, you out here killing it. Oh, man, thanks. I appreciate it. Hey, man, that, why, why haven't you dropped the podcast in some time? Like, hey, hey, we, we miss and need your voice. Or, hey, like, you're doing great, but you think about it like this. Like, we need that. So make sure you have that in your life. I'm actively seeking that out. So, like, for my mentality, it's post, during, and pre-pandemic. I laid it out in other podcasts. But I've done a lot of pivoting, adapting, thriving, surviving, but making the most out of each stage of the pandemic. One of the things I'm glad I did and I spoke openly about was realizing that the pandemic, there are going to be stages and levels to it. Thankful to have survived it and continuing to survive in it. Thankful for that. For sure. But I, I, I definitely understood early on that there will be stages to it and for it. Specifically because I was living in a whole different country when it started and I knew my path had to bring me back to America at some point. For how long, I did not know. I do not know. But at some point. But it's recognizing the stages and the effect that the pandemic has had on the expat journey itself. My podcast, you guys probably know this and can feel it, would have been very different had the pandemic never happened. I can only imagine. I don't want to talk about the what ifs. I don't like living in the, that what if fantasy land. But I can't imagine. I have once or twice. What I would have been talking about had the pandemic never happened where in the world I would be, who I would be with, not relationship-wise, but like friendship-wise, family-wise, right? And the flip side, like watching Taiwan go through the reverse of what it was going through when I was there. Like, man, if I was still there and they had this thousand, thousands of thousand cases outbreak, what would I be talking about? How would I feel about it? How would people around me feel about it? What would my family say? So many stories there, right? And I'm going to seek these stories out, guys. Don't worry. I'm going to get people on the phone, on the, on the podcast. They want to talk about it. But man, yeah, so definitely think about that. Like, in this stage of the pandemic, depending on where you are, what was your focus before? What was your focus during? And what was your mentality? What is your mentality now? And what's what's on the horizon? What's coming up next? These are, these are things to, to think about. But most importantly, you know, take away, hey, surround yourself around star players, people who are going to push you and motivate you and encourage you and uplift you and not just see the best in you, but reach in and bring that best out of you. 
If you have that person in your life, I give them a high five. Everybody needs that. You need a rock. You need somebody that sees the good in you, that can see past your shortcomings and your faults and don't blame you for things that happened to you. You need that in your life. You know? Make sure you keep that around. Thank you guys, as always, for rocking with me for another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. Y'all, I'm sorry for earlier when the when I did that little pause that I did not. I'm not editing it out. I'm telling you guys, I'm leaving it in there. You know why? Because where I'm podcasting from, right, it's my, my little office, my little room. But the bathroom is like directly across. When I open the door, like I can see, in, if my bathroom door is open, I can see into my bathroom. Like my dog is sitting in the bathtub. I don't know why. It's so weird. Like, if you see me on, look at my Instagram. The uh, It's now, I changed my Instagram from the Black Expat to uh, Carl Jr. But check it out because you'll see my dog. And when you see his face, you'll see why I think this is hilarious. He's like in the tub looking at me. And I just, I just, I'm, I just can't stop. I can't stop. I can't stop laughing. It's so funny. But anyway, <laughs> thank you guys. For tuning in come here chester i love my dog uh those of you guys who are dog parents go out there and hug your dog thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of the black expat podcast you guys know what time it is thank you like share subscribe have a drink enjoy life travel all that good stuff my name is carl the black expat we out chill.